You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Michael, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. That's not a good sign. Right. Hi, this, this is, is the illustrious Michael K. Easton. Uh, I gave the heave ho. He just no. threw the. F- okay, we're interrupting this program. <laughs> First special bulletin. Cliff is not here, and he has been producing this show for quite some time now. The post echo, and for one night only, Michael gets one shot at this. He literally has mom spaghetti on his sweater. <laughs> Got my sweatshirt on, my and, hoodies up. And the first thing he did when he had recorded was throw the headphones on the floor. Oh, I dropped it, baby. <laughs> I'm ready to roll. Oh, my gosh. I'm nervous as hell. That's confidence. That's a man with confidence. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've screwed up playing stuff this week, so why not what? add this to yeah, the mix? Why not something else? Because we're talking about important stuff. <laughs> roll them dice. <laughs> first off, See, I have I was going to gonna try and get away with something. I was going to say... If you can believe it, Cliff is sick and lost his voice. <laughs> and you well, ruined the illusion. He did. He is sitting here. It just seems, you know, he just can't even produce. Yeah, yeah, I give it. I drop, yeah. I drop the facade. <laughs> okay. For, okay for, I got to address this, Michael. You're not yourself. Okay. Na- NASA literally said that there is a, basically a whole new solar system out there. And you did not make one peep about it. Is it too, is it because it's too real? I is shared it, it. Did you? I, I didn't did. see you yeah. say anything. I'm yeah. like, yeah. usually I, I would shared... have expected something about owl planets or something. <laughs> <laughs> I shared the, uh, the, the meme where, take your stinking owl claws <laughs> off me, you. <laughs> where, where, uh, Trump gets elected and NASA's like, oh, sh- Oh, yeah. And then they come back and go, oh, don't worry, we found little, another solar system. It just seemed like you'd yeah. have been the first person to, like, latch hold of that. And I thought, maybe it's not too sh- shaky enough. Uh, I mean, it seems like it was actual news. You, it's you, only 46 light years away. Like, let's yeah. jump on the moped and go, baby. Yeah. I'll get in the basket. <laughs> but it is it is it is interesting that I think there was, like, seven planets in that solar system that could be habitable three. habitable three there were seven planets and three were possibly habitable you know they that's don't. that's better than one yeah the odds are good that's just fire like, the rocket you've up. lost the fire in your heart i i don't know well i'm here tonight to bring it back because okay. yesterday was a bad day today's a good day and i'm ready to rock and roll let's get a 12 pack hit the back roads Let's rock. Yeah, I see these references to the back roads, and here you are. Michael desk. grew up on the back roads. <laughs> I grew up in the ghetto. I was raised in the ghetto, and I'm still here. The back road ghetto. Yep. The merry ghetto. Okay, what 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 do you want to talk about first? There's a lot of stuff. Animation. Roll 
animation. You probably have nothing for animation. I don't even have a section for animation this week. I'm going to drop the mic. No, it's in streaming. There's something very important I forgot to tell you. What? Don't cross the streams. Islands in the stream. That is what we are. No one in between. How can we be wrong? We'll cross the streams. Excuse me, Egon. You said crossing the streams was bad. Cross the streams. Heat them up. Streaming. I, I just have one headline for animation. It's in streaming though, right? Yeah. Okay, okay, let's just do streaming. But we'll lead with the... He acts like he's a leader or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. Tell us about it. Season 3 has been confirmed for the best show oh on Netflix. Gosh, don't undersell it. It's the best show on Netflix. Best animated show best on Netflix. Best animated show. I'll, st- I'll correct it. What is it? Voltron yeah, season three has been greenlit. Good because you've like rewatched it. Mm-hmm. He loves it. You're uh, drawing it. I'm, I see you drawing I'm it. Living it. I'm living it. I'm breathing these, it. I hate notifications on my phone. Like I have to clear them off. Some people have like 800 emails. I'm like, I, okay, something happened. I got to go clear it off. And well, Michael is drawing. Now I got to go clear off Michael's drawing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was live, baby. <laughs> I know. I even cameoed on your live did. broadcast. Ooh. Mr. Miyagi made a. Impromptu. Did you come in and nod at him? <laughs> I brought in. I brought in my Mr. Miyagi action figure and moved it in front of the camera and was bobbing to the music. <laughs> we were getting funky up in this house. Yeah, So yes, a third. And that was just season. me humble bragging that I have a Mr. Miyagi. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, let, let's not overlook that. We can't gloss over the fact that he has a Mr. Miyagi. Actually, I'm jealous. Officially jealous. What a. Anyway, there's like a. They should be several seasons. First off, they pump out the season. This looks like. When did the first season come out? Uh, I feel like it was six a year? months ago. Not. I mean. Okay, maybe Probably more six to eight. <laughs> the next one it's been since we've been on the air. It's been oh, yeah. less so than a year, two seasons in a year. So yeah. now the next one comes out in September. Yeah, they just ended the second one, so that's pretty good. Yeah, and but they have a seventy-eight episode deal. Does that get you excited? Oh, that gets me. My <laughs> nipples are hard now. <laughs> <laughs> that's his go-to excitement uh, description. I like it. Um, okay, so that's exciting. Then we got Mystery Science Theater 3000. Is it finally ready to drop? April 14th, 14 episodes. On Netflix? Yes. I saw the cast photo they put out. Yeah. I don't remember. I know there's like Felicia Day. Felicia Day and Patton Oswalt are the two evil scientists. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The King something, I can't remember. And Jonah Ray is the new human on the satellite, which... I don't know how I feel about that. He, I, I, I like him and well enough, but I don't know if he fits. Yeah, quite right. I mean, he's that type of guy, but you know, he's definitely got the snark. But he, eh. but see, I don't know that snark's the right way. Like yeah. the first two guys have that midwestern aw shucks. We're just the here and teasing. Idiot. It's like it's all in good fun. We're teasing. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. He has that millennial sort of snarky, right. like, what, what everything's guys, lame and I'm cool. What like, do we, yeah, do we know who I, is the robots? Um, I don't know who's returning as voices or if they have any sort of holdovers. So, Jordan, let's just clear the air. What do you got against millennials? Uh, they're too snarky. <laughs> <laughs> they got complicated shoes. 
Hard nipples. Hard nipples. <laughs> but uh, my question is, I was thinking about it. What movies are they going to be doing? That's going to be a, of importance. Yeah. You know, I haven't heard. I, it, I haven't heard word one about what what time frame of movies. I mean, are they going to do things that won the Razzies or something in the last few years? How new? I think it should be all the cheesy eighty movies. Because okay. there is a ton of low-budget, cheesy 80 movies. Oh, it, there's definitely a lot of fodder there in the 80s. Yeah, I, don't ruin anything for me, though. <laughs> we'll whip out the Mr. Miyagi action figure. <laughs> uh, and There was also, yeah. like, I can't say I know a whole lot about Gundam, but I did share um, that they have one of the Gundam series is exclusively on Hulu, but I don't know which version it is. But and evidently I was I was schooled by Justin that uh, um, Gundam actually came before Robotech. Whoa! I thought Robot I thought Gundam like kind of took their ideas from Robotech, but it's the other way around. I know no details about Robotech or Gundam. I re- I can picture what you're talking about. But that's no. it. Were you ever into that like nope. anime manga like nope. animation type stuff? Nope. Oh, okay. I guess not. Okay. I went through a phase that is early Toonami years when yeah. they were playing Dragon Ball Z and those kind of things. Right? I got into it. Like I watched uh, Sailor Moon. You know, I was into all that stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Sailor Moon? Which one's your favorite Sailor <laughs> Moon character? Uh, Sailor Mercury. Wait, we're doing a top ten. Sailor Mercury, man. Sailor Mercury. Crazy about a Mercury. Lord, I'm crazy about a Mercury. Yeah, I don't know anything about any of that. My Nick, my kid really likes anime, but it's not any of that stuff. It's like newer, more stuff. obscure. He likes if anybody out there, I, I may have heard of it. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. That's that's his jam. <laughs> like okay. Um, The Irishman. This is kind of a neat thing. It's that Martin Scorsese, Robert De Niro, possibly Al Pacino. Um, movie, I guess. Great Irish creators there. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. They're do- doing a thing for Netflix. Um, and, and, anyway, it's going to be about the life of Frank the Irishman Sheeran, a mob hitman. Whose illustrious career <laughs> is today best known for a supposed involvement in the, de- in the death of Jimmy Hoffa. Ooh. So, but it's like two years away. But it was announced that, you know, they got a deal going. So, a little more clout, more the, on the streaming. A streaming show or a yeah, movie? A, a movie, I believe. Yeah. But that, but I'm not sure. Said so there's no because it is Netflix. There are no restrictions on the length, so we, they don't, we're not sure what we're getting here. I'm waiting for the one Netflix show or series that just kind of shoots it wad, where it like just costs way too much money, like because it seems like we're there, in this I, like streaming. What could bubble. it be? What could it be? Because I don't know. because they have so much money. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Well, I'm trying to think. There was. You guys probably know, but like the, I guess one of the worst movies that costs like a ridiculous amount of money that it almost bankrupt one of the studios. Back Heaven's in, Gate or yeah, those, yeah. 
Hmm. But he, do you remember who dec- directed that? Or uh, uh, not off the top of my head. Man, I feel but, like I remember something about that. But, but it, it cost so much money, like it almost bankrupted the whole studio. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure there's a tipping point at somewhere, some point. But they, they get, they actually still are collecting more subscribers. I mean, they're they're just making everybody's got Netflix. Yeah. Basically, and and they're you know they're they're pumping out all this original content now. When you're getting like Martin Scorsese and Robert De Niro, you know. And you're getting no, way up there. I don't know how much well, higher you can go. And no restrictions. I yeah. mean, come on. It's, it's, sounds good to me. Mm-hmm. Hulu did that 112263 adaptation. It was like an eight episode thing with James Franco. I watched, I think I watched maybe part of the first episode. Yeah. I read the book a couple times. I love the book. It's one of my favorite Stephen King books. It's that one about the, you know, time traveling back to save JFK. Okay, basically, but the, cause that's the date he was killed. But, um, anyway, it was fairly successful, I think. I don't know that it was huge, but the, now they're doing Castle Rock. And it's like a 10 episode thing. You know, Castle Rock was one of the towns. Yeah. It's like the fictitious town in many of his books, like Dead Zone and Cujo and The Body and Evil Things, etc. And, they're going to do some sort of thing. I, I assume it's going to deal with like fringe characters from those stories. I don't know that they can actually use, you know, I, I don't know what they're doing. There's going to be a, like a King Universe type yeah, show. Right. Yeah. Okay. I'm kind of interested. King Universe. Oh, la la. I'm interested, but I, I don't, I, I don't even know where they're going with it. I could see it. Like I think of like needful things. If you've read that where it's just like a town with, a lot of stuff going on, you know, or under the dome, you know, but. Was Needful Things made in a movie? Yeah, I'm sure it was. Uh, I can't, I, I really feel like it was. Somebody else is like, saying, you dummies, of course, but I can't. I feel I like can't I might have read part of that book. Yeah, it was like a shop. And yeah, because I remember where the you shop got the and things some you needed. That, yeah. It's been a long time since I read it. Well, that's really great about streaming. And I think we've only just started to revolutionize things where, you know, if this was going to a studio, either a TV network, a movie studio, it would be market tested. And was there enough? You know, King has a big audience, but, you know, they mm-hmm. and uh, the things we talk about, you know, Watchmen, what should be a TV show? Well, it's a three hour <clears throat> movie. Like right. with streaming, you can do exactly what you want, right. how you want, whatever format, whatever rating, you know, you don't have to, to get the MPAA rating. You can. It's allowing creators to 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 do the story they want exactly how they want. Yeah, I love that idea. They was we kind of spoke of that before with the OA. That, you know, a lot, a lot of people like it. Episodes were as long as they needed to be. Yeah, and there wasn't any extra. Supposedly, can, it's just like you didn't have to fill your forty three minutes. You but know? that's the same thing. Like, where do you get to the point of like Bendis of decompressing a story where it like drags out so yeah. far where you. Artistically, I mean, it makes sense, but you could easily lose the audience because just like the OA, like I think you said you got – it was too slow. Well, I think that's part of the reason these cable shows got such a claim because a network show has to pump out 20-some episodes in a season. And not every series has that men, have that much story where, you know, Breaking Bad would have a dozen <sighs> or whatever. And it, there, there's no room for filler. There's no bad episode squeezed right. in there just to pad it out. Yeah. And if you can take that even more, where, you know, a cable show still has to be basically an hour, 
basically these standards and practices, but you know, streaming just takes all those restrictions away. There was a movie, I believe it came out at Sundance and was a hit, and it's on Netflix now called I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore. Written and directed by Macon Blair. Uh, it, Jeremy Solner is a director. He did Blue Ruin and Green Room. Okay. Which you saw Green Room. Yes. You should watch Blue Ruin. Um, Blue Ruin. It's on Netflix. Okay. I'm 99% sure. So everyone should watch that. The star of that. I'll add it to my queue. Yes, I know. <laughs> he, it's, that's written on his shirt under the spaghetti. Um, the Macon Blair is the guy who stars in his movies. Okay. A, a smaller part in a green, green room. Anyway, he wrote, directed this movie. I'm just explaining who he was. And it's got Elijah Wood, Melanie Linsky. If you ever watched Two and a Half Men, she was Rose. Um, she also was in that oh, Mark yeah. Duplass show on HBO recently. I can't remember the name of it, so that's not really a help. But anyway, it's kind of this, she's playing this woman just kind of looking around her, seeing how the world has, everybody's like just knocking stuff off the shelves. They don't pick up after themselves. They just let their dogs crap in people's yards, just what the world's going to. And, nobody and, gives a Yeah, crap. nobody cares. You mean and, how like today when I was out at Walmart looking for a uh, um, curtain, curtain, that's the word, jeez. Quaintance. <laughs> um, and I pulled one out of the package and I was like, nope, that's not going to work. And I was like, do I fold this up and put it back? I'm like. No, I'm in Walmart. I'm just gonna <laughs> shove this on the freaking yeah. where I got well, it on, from. On Superstore this week, they had in between the scenes they'll have, they'll show like customers doing something crazy, and it's like a Walmart. And there's some guy just takes deodorant off the shelf and puts it on. I was like, fake news. <laughs> Nobody wears deodorant at Walmart. <laughs> oh yeah, because it was like I was there and I saw this one lady come down, very business oriented. In the background, I hear these dopes screaming, and one of the dopes is going, I'm going to go walk over here. And she's like, if you leave me, you're walking home because I'm not going to go find you. And then two minutes. a very ladylike voice. Two minutes later, I hear this. Where are you? Like, she's screaming. And he's not. I'm just like, I just looked at the lady, and she just kind of looks at me. I said, that's Walmart. It's all different flavors. <laughs> anyway, uh, I don't know. I, I watched that movie today, and I thought it was pretty good. Um, I'll just say a, a moment I really liked. At one point, they entered a house. Uh, Elijah Wood had a what? I've watched the pointing movie. on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, it just all clicked. Like I watched yeah. the, the trailer for this. Okay. He wa- they walk in. He has a flail. If you know any D&D, you know what a flail is. It's the ball, spike ball on the end of a chain. He has a flail, throwing stars. And he, he like walks in after accidentally hitting the guy in the face with a flail, throws a throwing star into the wall, and then lights a firecracker. <laughs> and, I'm like, and me and the people in the house were like, what is happening? It was fantastic. So there were definitely moments. Kind of a lot, a lot of well-done violence, you know, like – shocking and things but it was 
not the greatest thing I ever saw, but worth catching after you finish all the other stuff I told you on your queue. Okay. Anybody else have any streaming slash animation? Okay. Jordan pick a category. Oh, man. Movies. Save Martha. Puny God. I'm just a kid from Brooklyn. I'm Batman. Kneel before Zod. Underoot. Said it yourself, bitch. We're the guardians of the galaxy. So what's it going to be, huh? Long, sullen silence or mean comment? Go on. You got me in a box here. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Did Michael, this is the burning question, did Michael watch Die Hard? I've had this on my list for two weeks now. <laughs> no is the answer. Bucky, it was a waste of time. Just demand your Blu-ray back. You'll, you'll never change. You'll never change him, Bucky. <laughs> he doesn't want to know. Don't get into a relationship thinking you're going to change Michael. <laughs> hey, Bucky was in here this week. Did he ask about it? He brought a friend. He asked me, I think, every other day if I've watched Die Hard yet. <laughs> well, Bucky, I'm on your side. I'm following up. And a lot of good it's doing us. Trust me. I got other stuff I'm trying to get him to watch. I should not even bring up Die Hard anymore. I need to watch The Last Boy Scout again. <laughs> yeah. Now that, that I approve. Um, so they can't say much, but the Logan reviews are out. And apparently it's one of the greatest things ever. Finally, an X Men movie that is not going to suck. Yeah, so I'm hopefully I'm I'm pretty excited to go see that. Which actually, the last Wolverine movie I liked, except for the end. I thought the whole movie was pretty solid. Yeah, I didn't dislike it, mm-hmm. but this is looks better. <laughs> well, I, I a lot of people are saying, I mean, best superhero movie so yeah. far. I mean, I'm hearing stuff like that. I like. I don't know. I think it's getting into this weird playground where super like. <laughs> Superhero movies aren't superhero movies. Like, just because a character has a power doesn't make it a superhero movie. Just like the Captain America movies. I don't think of them as superhero movies. I just think of them as good movies. Yeah. And we're getting into this territory where we can do this with characters now that have powers. It's just a, you know, yeah. it's a mutant I, movie. I continue to see when I, when I see these best movies of the year lists that, you know, People ha- still have a hard time putting super mer- superhero movies on them, and, and I think that that's going to be changing more and more. They seem to improve every year. Like we were saying earlier, there actually aren't a lot of superhero movies we are dreading this year, like we have in the past. Mm-hmm. And it, just the quality seems to be going up. And I think you know they they just don't get a lot of respect. Like, even the good X-Men movies never got a ton of great reviews. It was like, yeah, it's fine. Right. Like, X-Men 2 probably got the best reviews. But, yeah, to hear critics pretty unanimous on this one, mm-hmm. admitting it's good must mean it's pretty great. Right, yeah. Well, I heard it was getting to the point where Hugh Jackman was reconsidering his retirement. And there was some kind of, like, I'm sure this was a total rumor, but it was like, he would reconsider being Wolverine again if he could join the Avengers or something like that. Yeah, I saw that headline. Yeah. I didn't I click, didn't click it, on but, it either. But, I, but that would be pretty yeah. sweet. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> that would be really good. Um, I saw, you know, they got a new director for Batman. <laughs> I don't know who the guy is. What did he do? He did something else. Uh, he did the Planet of the Apes. Oh, yeah. 
the second one. Mm. Rise. Right. No. Dawn. Dawn. Rise is first. It's yeah, always dawn. it's backwards to what it should be. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <clears throat> so Dawn, yes. And and there's might be a Nightwing movie added to the slate. Yes. Huh. I, I just would like to go over to DC and just ask them what the hell's going on. <laughs> everything. Throw in everything movie, at the wall. In their movie division. It's all just, they, you don't want to see behind the curtain over there. I got news for Well, because they kill it pretty solidly with anything that's animation wise, but what what's going on that it's so different with the movies? Yeah, where in continuity does Nightwing fit in this Justice League world? Well, they're we saying, know? you know, like we know Jason Todd's dead. So, but there's been no mention of Dick Grayson. So, in this, what they've got going on now, so I assume that's going to be Dick Grayson. You know, like it should be. And like, you know. I just to me, a Nightwing movie. If you're going to do a movie, it's going to have to have a lot of flashbacks of him as Robin, uh, unless you're doing it as a standalone film where he has no ties to. Ba- I mean, I could see it referencing like. When he was in, yeah. How Blood did they Haven. get there? How did they get there from here? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that I do not know. I don't understand how well, they fought, they actually kind of rebooted everything and started at the end. <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on. Um, that's about it on movies. Unless somebody knows something. Nope. Okay, what you got? That was my brain wheels turning. TV. TV. Okay. You have failed this city. Run, Barry, run. Marvel and DC on TV. I am Supergirl. What's your name, darling? Agent Lots of TV. Well, I want to start out with something that references exactly what you were just talking about. Perfect segue. All right, let's hear it. We'll we'll be it'll the judge. We'll, first. We'll be the judge of that. <laughs> if this is your first perfect segue, do, do any of you guys like um, notice how peckish I am these days? Peckish? Yes, yes. I see your nipples. Yeah, well, it's because I have a Robin suit underneath me. <laughs> That's good. Have, that uh, was not a bad segue. Yeah. It involved Robin, which was on topic. Yes. It he made a callback. He made a callback. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll give Stroke that like a, I'll give that like a nine point four. Yeah, on that, the that is, yeah, the Russian judge gives it a ten. So, as um, I was alluding to, the fourth episode of Powerless actually was funny to me. When I listened to the podcast, I, I was like, I hope that I didn't just jump on the bandwagon of hate of Powerless because I I have never hated it since it started, uh, but. You're, this is definitely the best episode. Yeah. Well, I think we're all in agreement with that. Um, that, sh- that show has some wheels. I mean, I, I really like it. And, again, like, I love the intro to this. I, would, so I have no, that in my notes to say that I am inspired. But I'm, like, pumped up by the music <laughs> alone. I lo- Of course, the art's great. You know, that flashback stuff. But the music, too, like, I'm, like... I'm all pumped up, and then I'm just watching Powerless. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> well, that's I'm like wait it's, a minute, it's just Powerless, but it's it, so great, but oh. it sh- like it doesn't fit with the show, so it is yeah, a weird it intro. It, it, that's well, exactly I like it, right. How it, like it comes in really big and heroic, 
you know, shows Superman, and then it comes back at you, right. you know, and then it shows the person in the background, and then it comes back up, shows Batman, and then yeah. it, it's it's like it's the best twelve seconds of that show, mm-hmm. but, but I, I like it. I it, like. It. Yeah, this was the the. I actually laughed a couple of times during this episode, which I was so happy about. And they did a lot of more referencing Batman and things like that. A lot. Great. But yeah. what was more funnier parts was Dan the Henchman <laughs> did not have – he wasn't in the cast. And Christy and I were watching it. I was like, I know this guy from something. Like, what is he? Right. I'm like, I'm trying – like, we're go- looking is through all the uh, – girls or something? <laughs> we're, we're trying to find who it is. And I finally saw like a review that said his name. And it's the same guy that plays Major on iZombie, which okay, I, not seen it. which supposedly is going to be, I think it's season three, should be showing up in April, so I don't mm. know what show is going to be done by then. I hear good things about it. But yeah, so he, he plays Major on iZombie, but I was like, it was an exhausting 15 minutes trying to figure <laughs> out who Dan the Henchman was. <laughs> yeah, this episode had a lot, yeah, the banter between everyone was good. I mean, the plot's still fairly obvious, right. but you know, yeah, it's it's finding its voice for yes. sure. I yeah, I it's definitely only getting better. So it just scares me because it's on NBC, and yeah. I just don't know if they're gonna let it breathe. Okay, you guys yell something out. I don't want to be the I, judge of this. We haven't talked about Agents of Shield for a while. I was I was gonna say it just ended, this and for season, pretty good right? reason because <laughs> yeah. it was not been good lately. I will say this week's episode may be the best episode in the whole run. Oh of the my show. gosh! Stop it. See, this, but this is the thing about it, Shield. Yeah, it it ends. They always nail the landing yeah. somehow. <laughs> but for some reason, this season has been divided into three parts. Like this first part was Ghost Rider, and the second was LMD. Oh, yeah. Right. And now this was like the finale until April or something. So, so they're did taking they say some what time the next off. One is? It well, they've implied. I don't want to spoil it. They haven't given it a name. But spoiler, spoiler, spoiler! It's happening, folks. Spoiling Agents of Shield. Um, I won't spoil the the bigger twist. Yeah, something happened at the the end. Yeah, the whole L and D. I liked the Ghost Rider part, right? And this L and D part has just not been great. I haven't enjoyed it very much. But uh, this doctor that's been working with Shield created this Ada character as a you know sentient AI, right? And Together they created the framework, which is basically like the Matrix, where you can plug in an intelligence and you're in your own world. You don't know it's not reality. And, and this guy's the uh, futurist, the, the you know wannabe cyborg. You know, we can implant human consciousness. It's all the same thing. It doesn't matter whether we're humans or robots. We're all humanity. We live forever. That kind of thing. So he's the lesser paid Tony Stark, kind of, but British accent. And so uh, cooler Tony Stark. Right. <laughs> So yeah, they've been they kidnapped Agent May earlier in the season and replaced her with a robot. Ah, oh. so she had a mission to get the dark hold. It's all come back to the dark hold. So it's been this weird. They use this magical book to create this futuristic technology. It's been kind of wow. Amazing. That's a mess. I, Wesley Snipes yeah, shows up late like, on the finale. That right? sounds like a mess. Yeah, it is. So the end of the <clears throat> previous episode, they go on this big mission and like. Four new members have been replaced by robots, and that was the big, uh. big ending. And I rolled my eyes so hard; it was so dumb. It's like, oh, what are we doing? And then this episode started, 
And like it took me a few, it took me ten twenty minutes to like finally admit it was actually good. You're like, damn it! I was like, this can't. No. Okay, well that was cool. Whoa. Okay. Wow. I can't believe they did that. And then like by the end of it, I was like, yeah, go shield. <laughs> so like, yeah, there were. You need there, a tattoo of that. Go shield. <laughs> yeah, go shield. <laughs> but there were a couple of like generally kind of shocking moments, and they we weren't quite sure. Either Fitz or Simmons were an LMD, and like the alarm went off in the room that they had set up to detect robots, and we weren't sure which was which. And there was this super tense scene of her holding a gun on him, and they're the two best actors on the show anyway. So they're like crying and like you you would never betray me like this, and like it was this super tense scene, and you didn't know, right? And they're like, I was like. You need me to cut myself and show blood, like you know. That's what exactly what a robot would say, you know. Like this whole like, <laughs> but it was so tense. And then the and then it ended. I will spoil the ending to lead in next season because I'm sure it'll be in all yeah, the advertising. Yeah. They basically are all in the framework, so they've yeah. all been. They're all in the matrix uh-huh. basically next season, and they flash to all these weird. Like the shield base had Hydra logos all over it. Uh, Daisy wakes up. This is the biggest spoiler, probably. Daisy wakes up and there's a man in the bed and she thinks it's that Lincoln guy, the inhuman she was in love with. And she looks and there's a framed photo on the stand of the, I've lost his name. What's his name? The agent. The traitor from the first couple seasons, Ward. Oh! So in the in the framework, like her and Ward are a couple or something. Uh, so that guy's coming back. We found a new way to bring that actor back. Rid of Ward. <laughs> but yeah, the ending was such a big like, what is happening? Moment. That's like, all right, crap. I'm excited again about Shield. That's another character that like, as an actor, like probably enjoys his role because he's got to come back every single time as someone different. (laughs) Now he's like Mr. Smith. He's a computer program, basically. Okay, I'm sitting on my hands over here. I'm going to let you guys talk about Supergirl. (laughs) Supergirl! (laughs) Holding off. (laughs) Our CW expert Cliff is not here. Oh, Did you watch Supergirl, Mike? Is this Mitzel Plick or something? Yes, Mitzel Plick. Mixius Pidlick. <laughs> yeah, how do you say Mitzelpedalix backwards? Uh, I Don't fall for it. <laughs> <laughs> Even I know that. Kipiskalim, uh, something like that. Oh, It's weird that they're not... They're basically still in all of Superman's villains. Well, like, yeah. Supergirl has her own rogue gallery, like Mrs. Mixus Pidlick. <laughs> I'm gonna flog you, Slail. <laughs> Slail. <laughs> um, yeah, it's that character was weird, like because to me, Mitzel Pidlick is supposed to be this impish, like elfish, like goofball. Yeah, if he's like character. a super handsome, suave British guy. What is there annoying about, like, he's supposed to be this annoying Yeah, he's supposed to be pest. a pain in the butt. And you're like, well, hello, handsome. <laughs> like, I don't know why you're... Is he, is he, like, supposed to be, like, kazoo? Basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's pretty dead on, actually. <laughs> but he was in love, he wanted to marry Supergirl, so Monel and Supergirl had to, like, confess their feelings for each other, and even though he's the jockey jerk that she 
as the nerdy girl still finds him attractive and he got jealous because Mitzelpitalix <laughs> is like throwing love her way with all these roses and fighting crime and even shows up in a converted Superman outfit at one point. And, but the, I think actually the coolest part about it, that episode was seeing the, um, Fortress of Solitude. Like I want to see more and more of that, even though some of it was a little too much computer generated, yeah, but fighting the, yeah. he made the statue of Jor-El come alive yeah. and it was a cool set piece, but very cheap. TV but I budget. always like, I always love to see how they portray Jor-El and Laurel in their Kryptonian garb, like which way they go. Cause there's so many different ways they've gone <laughs> over the years and it looked, you know, it had the Superman crest on it. So that was cool. Um, this episode has some good references. Uh, makes you spit like use the word McGurk. Did you catch that little Easter egg? What's that from? If you remember the the animated series, it was Gilbert Gottfried. Yes, McGurk. He was like looking for McGurk. <laughs> he called him. He called Monel McGurk L or something yeah. like that. So nice. I was like, oh, that's a hat I, yeah. tip to the animated series. I didn't catch and Kara also said the line, "You want to get nuts? Let's get yeah, nuts." She- Want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. According to Michael Keaton. Oh my god! And I'm sure Cliff would love to talk about this. There was a whole set piece based around Hamilton. (laughs) There was where Mitzelflick and Monel were going to duel, and of course he has to say to Monel, "Don't throw away your shot." And there's this whole like they're on a stage, they're all dressed in you know period garb for this duel. I'm just like I'm chomping at the bit for Monel to get his uniform. Like they have this stupid outfit. Like, and I don't want. I don't understand why he's wearing glasses sometimes. Like that. Like to hide identity. What identity is he hiding? He's he doesn't have a secret identity. Really, that's true. <laughs> and we got to see a little bit more in the uh, Supergirl sister <coughs> new um, love interest of how they were working out Valentine's Day. Yes, yeah, so. they had to invent some new drama for yeah. the happy couple. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she looked really nice at the end in her red um, dress. That was actually the best part of this was the interaction with um, the tech guy. When? When, when with the alien. That was so good. Like, he's this nerdy guy and this like, hot sexy alien like just kicks some butt and then like, wants, is attracted to him and he just does not know what to do. It's like, you know, that nerd's, every nerd's dream of the alien that falls in love with you. It's great. Every, every, all of us. (laughs) Nobody thought him on it. (laughs) We just kind of made a little joke and now we're moving on. Did you watch Flash? I did. I was a little disappointed with that episode. Yeah, for the big Gorilla City episode. I just, everything, every time a villain tells Barry to do something, he just does it. We need you to kill this person, Barry, or we need you to give up this to save, like, yeah. So if you're a villain in Central City, just tell the Flash what to do, and he will happily oblige you to save one of his friends. Well, I have a question. How do you trick a telepathic gorilla? That's another plot point. That was a really big plot hole. Yeah. <laughs> and it was too by the numbers. Like, you knew what was going to happen. Like, you, you could have read the plot a mile away. Like, you don't have to be the fastest man alive to know how this was going to play out. Yeah. I have some hope for the second episode. They're going to, the gorillas are coming back to our Earth, so. Hopefully it ends a little stronger than this setup episode. Now, 
the one thing I did enjoy, again, it was towards the end, but um, what do they call that, Harrison Wells, HG or something? HR. HR. Like him talking to his other uh, doppelganger's um, daughter about love interests yeah. and telling her to go for it <laughs> because he, he's unconscious. And then like she leaves, he's like, he's going to be so pissed. <laughs> like I, that was entertaining, but that's about it. And then, oh, that's what I wanted to talk. Like, I really, I really wish I would have had a voice last week because there was this. Did you guys talk about Arrow? You guys didn't talk about Arrow. It was probably we don't don't talk about Arrow. It was probably the most strongest Arrow episode ever, and it all had to do about guns and whether guns were good or guns were bad, and where you fell on the spectrum. And it told both sides of the story very well. And, like, I so badly wanted to have everyone watch this episode to see what they thought of it. Because it was it was so, so very well done. Huh. Um, and it gave bo- both examples of why, you know, um, Mr. Terrific fell on Guns Were Bad. And then you got um, Wildcat's version of why guns are good. And, I mean, it was – and it – it told a really good, like a very interesting story around it. Mm-hmm. Um, but Arrow, like again, that's another show that people were throwing away, and it has come back so strong. Like it is, it actually, it ranks right now for me above Legends of Tomorrow. So, which I'm like three or four episodes behind. Yeah, this episode of Legends was called Camelot Three Thousand. There's a, a DC book in the 80s called Camelot 3000. And basically they went to the year 3000 in the first five minutes and then spent the whole rest of the episode in Camelot. So mm. they just they just they shoehorned that the in there. For, yeah. So it was Ray Palmer's obsession with Arthurian legend and trying to become a knight. And uh, they're trying to piece together this uh, Spear of Destiny thing. So the third piece was Stargirl had it in Camelot because the JSA is kind of split up. And uh, I guess where it was, it was stuck in a rock with Excalibur. But uh, so Damien Dark was the Black Knight of legend. So they had to help Arthur fight the Black Knight. So was it Damien Dark like in the past or he was supposedly alive back then? Uh, they never really said whether he had time travel. Well, I assume he uh. had to know... Yeah, he's still looking for the spear, so it has to be a time okay. travel kind of thing. But yeah, there was drama and knights and horses and all just, kind of fun stuff. It just seems like the little bits and pieces I, I keep seeing, like it's always like the Adam and Citizen Steel are like in a buddy cop movie or something. <laughs> well, because Steel didn't believe in all this stuff. Well, this is a legend. It's not true history. Well, they're legends. <laughs> well, yes. But Ray is like, no, this was important to me growing up, and it taught me what heroism was and all that stuff. But they had to come together. Sometime, the legends are true. Well, supposedly, the <coughs> the myth of it is based on an actual king called Maximus. I don't remember the last name, but I was a huge Camelot buff when I was younger. So I'm your guys. It's Ray Palmer. So that's all the CW shows, right? Mm. <laughs> 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 Maybe we're not not do it yet. Are you saving that till last? Let's see. Let's wait. Um, I had not watched the last couple episodes of a certain show until I saw you in training with your lunchables. <laughs> <laughs> 
for hunted. Yeah, and apparently I, I caught the right one because I got to go back and see Red Beard and his dumb girlfriend <laughs> in their climactic episode. <laughs> I got to say that I've really felt some truth to to it because if I was out on the highway and had two black SUVs behind me and was just all but caught, it, if... If my mom was still alive, I absolutely would use my phone and friend. <laughs> and be like, what should I do? Like, mom, what am I going to do in this situation? <laughs> Even if she didn't know I was on the show, she would have had some sort of answer. Oh, you go. There's a network under some, you know, <laughs> there's a road coming up here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What do you think of it? I just my my hopes for that show are impossible. That it just gets really dark. Like they would have run off the road, like run through some civilians, right. and like well, you can't get caught, and they like break every law in the book but i'm sure there are rules for how far they can go like even speeding or they weren't going to have a car chase i wanted to drive in the mall like blue brothers (laughs) exactly yeah jump out and act like they're mannequins somewhere (laughs) (laughs) how you're gonna catch this on film with i i don't know but we're yeah we want a heightened version of this we may not get did you guys all watch legion yes i haven't watched it yet like it's because it sounds like one of those shows that you have to stare at the TV and pay attention to every second of the show. Now, I'll tell, I'll tell you this. That has been proven to not be above me to, to catch every detail of a show. <laughs> we kind of did a thing with Westworld and stuff, and, I, and we're almost there with another show. There but might be a this bonus show. show does, this out. show is beautiful, and there's so much I should love about it. But I... I can't even is what is my answer. I was like, I can't I, even. I can't even. I <laughs> literally I, can't. Even. I literally can't even, Jordan. Whoa! I look the at most can't even. I know. can't even. I look at. I just watch it. I'm like, this. What is going on? I don't. I can't. I don't have the want to put the effort forth that is needed for that show. You have got. Uh, do you know what's going on for sure? No, because and I <laughs> the way I watch this kind of stuff like. A movie like Inception or something, you know, it's a great movie, but I was like, well, it's all fake. It's all in their mind or the Matrix, even we were just yeah. talking about. Like, eh, it's not real. The stakes aren't that hot, you know. Mm-hmm. So I don't Maybe know. Maybe you're not real, Jordan. That's what freaked Maybe me out. Maybe you're a man. figment of my imagination. <laughs> oh, this, yeah, this is your imagination. Your imagination yeah. needs some work. <laughs> it really does. It <laughs> has them eating great. Lunchables and watching Haunted on CBS. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so if I invest in this series and then in the, you know, the end, last episode, half these characters right. are in his head it's all or it's all a memory or a dream or like a psychic projection, like I don't, I don't know how I'll feel about that. Right. That I've, I don't want to say wasted, but yes. you've invested all this energy into deciphering clues that may not ever matter. Right. Who cares if, like, Inception's a good example. Who's, who cares who's shooting at who? It's yeah. nobody's going to die. It's all just metaphor or yeah. all just sort of, uh, so I don't know. If it all wraps up in a wonderful bow at the end, then I'll call it brilliant. And if yeah. it doesn't, uh, it's, it's, I tried, it's been worth watching for yeah. sure. I tried reading a review and just, to, but I still, I don't even know like people's names. I don't, you know, I'm like, what that, did that happen? I don't remember. It's just like, I know that I am on my phone watching that show because I'm bored by it. But so I'm not going to catch everything, but it's, it's for somebody. I know that. You know, it looks like it's high quality. It's just not, may not be for me. 
I, t- I sent these guys a message and said, you know, I figured out what I don't like about Legion, and of course it was that it is not Riverdale. <laughs> <laughs> I just, this whole River, Riverdale phenomenon, I just love because you guys are such hardcore cinephiles, yeah. and you guys are so pumped and excited and so into Riverdale. Like, oh, it man. just warms well, my heart. Ronnie, my buddy, was in tonight. It's been lots of that. Very it? gruff, you know. Yeah, uh, That's a guy we need to have on the podcast. I just thought about it after he left. I'm like, he should have just stuck around the night and talked to us because he would have loved it. But he's watched every episode. He is like, I don't know what they're going to do. That old Archie, he's getting in trouble. Like, I, I saw somebody say about it. I I, I don't, you know, they're like, this show needs to decide what it is. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Dude, I wanted to hit What that. it is is glorious. Yes, I don't want, I hit that reporter on the nose with a newspaper. <laughs> If the minute the show figures out what it is, is the end of its days. What I, if it figures out if it's Zach or Cody? <laughs> I, I also told these guys, if they tell me whether that, which one that is, Zach or Cody, I'll murder them. I don't, they'll be on the board. They'll be on the murder board. I will put a pen at Jordan. How many episodes has there been so far? Five. There was, think, this was the fifth. I think I just finished episode three. Oh my gosh. Well, uh, the, what, or wait a minute. Which one was the sticky maple? Three, I think. Three, yeah. Yes. yeah. I watched the Sticky Maple. Well, we know, now know the the history of the Sticky Maple phrase. Did you know that Sweetwater is named that because of the great maple industry in Riverdale? <laughs> Riverdale was built on maple syrup. Wow. <laughs> it's crazy. And everybody's in business together, the, the parents, I guess, back in the day, and it's and I was like, "What? It's a sticky maple <laughs> origin story." And of course, you know we're we're spoiling Riverdale. I got news for you: Riverdale is exactly the level of interest, and yet I don't care to spoil anything. <laughs> so every time we talk about Riverdale, we're just going to tell whatever. So so go away for like forty five minutes. <laughs> Do we need to talk about anything else first before we go into this? Uh, but did you catch that? What I, I said, you guys, at the beginning, they have like the murder board. Someone had stolen Kevin Keller's dad, Sheriff Keller's murder board, you know, his yeah. stuff he pinned to the wall. And, and Kevin's like, this is, a, he, they remake it, you know, in the, with, for Jughead and Betty. And Kevin's like, this is exactly how they had it. And he's got the, the Coopers right in the center of the board. And then that's the big ending is them pinning the Coopers thing into the center of the so board. It's like a continuity mistake yeah. of Yeah, then when they the when they took the picture up. of the board, they yeah. shouldn't have had that on there. I was like, oopsie daisy. <laughs> you know. Now what you guys don't understand is behind the scenes, we all have this messenger group that we're always like putting notes back and forth. I sit my phone down and I pick it up like 15 <laughs> minutes later and there's like 18 messages of Riverdale pictures shot and quotes and, you know, theories. I made my first gift <laughs> and it was before any of us had even seen the episode. Seth was just like garaging like, spoilers. What is going on here? It's a madhouse. Uh, I, was, I was like, I made my first gift, Jeff, whatever. And I, was, all, and I was, this is what it has come to. <laughs> Anyway, they had like that great, you know, we've already discussed the, you know, Francis Francavilla and I don't know the guy's name that wrote that comic Afterlife with Archie. Roberto Aguirre Sacasa. Yes. Orocosa. Yeah, they roll your R's. Um, they, uh, <laughs> they, <laughs> the R's are in racist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> racist. Anyway, 
They uh, <laughs> they made that comic Afterlife with Archie, and then they are making this show, and you know, because and it definitely has all that feel, except without the zombies. And then we get that great dream sequence at the beginning, where Cheryl Blossom comes in and opens up his casket, and there's like scratch marks and blood inside. And then Jason Blossom is behind her as a zombie, and I'm like, what? Yes, this is the greatest <laughs> thing ever. Oh, and then it was just a dream, but was it? Is there going to be something? Are they, is that just they an Easter Sabrina egg? Sabrina is supposed to show up. At it's some got, point that's the season, first thing so. I thought. I sent, I sent that, I sent the gif I made of Kevin Keller saying yes, <laughs> and I, I said this. Everybody else, you know, after they saw her open the casket, you know, but me, I'm going yes, zombies, and then I. uh I said, I said, looks like a job for it. I sent the picture of that cover with Sabrina the Teenage Witch. You know she's going to come and have something to do with that. There is no, there is no ceiling to this show. The sky is the limit. And I read Archie's mom's going to show up. Did you hear? Do you know who's Ooh. playing her? I don't. Oh, I don't. Do I want to know? Me it's someone from Night I mean, there has to be like a reveal every five minutes. I don't on know. That if, show. I, mean, you'll, I don't care. Do you want to know? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Molly Ringwald. Oh my god! <laughs> of course, of course it is. Oh, that's so great. I like that Betty's mom was away on a women in journalism spa <laughs> retreat. <laughs> what is that? I was like, did anybody hear that? <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. That's like fiftieth down on. I know. Any random episode oh, of like, what is happening? Like I said, I'm I'm going. Three quarter Westworld. I definitely world. really love Josie and the Pussycats of how they're like been incorporated into the series. Yeah, there's some new romance like Archie and Valerie is her name from Josie and the Pussycats. But I like how because essentially these were all like 50 characters, but how they redid that um, sugar sugar. mash up with you know from the original like 1950 song and made it sound good and cool again so that was stuff like that is, is pretty sweet i i like veronica is like she's talking about she di- didn't get to say goodbye to her dad who went to prison but says to these people that their son got shot and died in the woods say well isn't it great that you get to have this memorial and say goodbye to him it's like what it's like they really act like it's no big deal that yeah. this kid died. I've got a new theory. Oh. I think my last theory is so I wrong. I think this segment should be called the Archie Files. Ooh. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, wah, whistle wah, us up wah, a theme. Wah, wah. Um, what was I saying? Oh. Because the whole thing, I thought maybe Betty was actually Polly, but yeah. like multiple people have mentioned Polly. It seems Polly too on the nose. It's yeah. too. There's. Yeah. The outside world knows who Polly. Yes, if it was just right. her mom and her, so I think my first theory is out the window. My new theory: mm. Jason died, but I think they were gunning for Archie. Ooh, because their her mom at the funeral like touches Archie's face. So you look just like him. Ah, that's true. And there's all these references to yeah. how Archie. So I think Archie was the intended target. Somebody was trying to kill Archie. Boom! And Miss Grundy took him out in the woods first. It did. Tell me you did not think that was Miss Gr- Miss Grundy that came out behind <laughs> no, the door. No, because I read your message six hours before I watched the show. And <laughs> well, you crazy Grundy people! Oh, uh, that when that old lady came out front of the door, 
I was like, <laughs> ah! Miss Granny! In her creepy antique horror movie wheelchair. Yeah. I like she had one little swatch of red hair to prove that she was one of the blossoms. She's like, what? I know, I, I think before I send the messages, I was like, am I spoiling this? I was like, I don't care. <laughs> I was like, uh, Riverdale's appointment television. <laughs> <laughs> you watch it when it's on. I didn't. I watched it this morning. But, oh. but I, I'm sitting there. Yeah, I was also telling them, I was like, everybody on Facebook is like, post a seventh uh, picture back in your photo file or yeah. the 15th. And I'm like, the last 57 are screenshots <laughs> from Riverdale. <laughs> but anyway, why was he wearing Jason's football number in the first place? A kid that died. The, like that's the captain's number or something. Whatever. That, like, that doesn't happen. Yeah, that doesn't seem that's real. That's not a real no. thing. Well, neither is a student lounge. <laughs> did you in your high school? Did you have a lounge you go hang out in? And t- is and that what they talk were to in? Jughead? Yeah, they have this. Yeah. <laughs> well, I like, thought, I, like, I thought that, that was epi- the press room. Well, that one episode where they got in that little altercation, I was like, "Is this like a clubhouse or?" Yeah, they've got their this? own like cool lounge area. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that only they use. And then, and then, what, the way it ends, they're gonna go talk to Polly. Whatever that means. So now, hopefully get some answers. Has, uh, Archie's dad made any more advances to Mrs. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, saved her from a snake? Yeah. Oh, yeah. snake yeah. attack, man. I didn't even Ooh. mention the <laughs> fact big that, snake? that someone brought in a rattlesnake <laughs> into Pop's diner and left it for her and he came and threw it away or whatever. Threw it in Sweetwater, and uh, yeah, he tried to ask her out on another date, and she tried to act like they'd never been on a first one. You know, she's married; he's things, married. Things are getting awkward. Yeah, it's you know something's going on. Some, a lot of somethings are going on. But Ladies, when Cheryl Blossom comes in full white after Labor Day into the memorial service to sh- to Tears for Fears, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was like, now nah, I was. Full Kevin Keller. Yes! <laughs> he had the right attitude about the whole thing. He is in a show that he's watching. <laughs> I don't know. I that said Valley would want to go back to her old podcast when we were first referencing this show because I would love to hear what we said about it. Well, I'm sure it wasn't complimentary. <laughs> no. Like this, I just no feel way. like this is Smallville all over again for me. This is no Smallville. Got a new category. Well, oh, wait, 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 there's more like, shows. I yeah. feel like we never talk about Walking Dead. Okay, good. Because we're like a week behind when we yeah, record. Right. And by the time this episode comes out, we're like the show happened a week ago. And by mm. the time you listen to this, there's already been a new yeah. show. So we're not timed we, right. Yeah, we kind of give short shrift to The Walking Dead. But I think this last episode, we do have to point out how incredibly dumb it was. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think do. this level of dumbness can escape without mentioning. <laughs> okay. These, you finally bring it up. And this, new, yeah, this new group of people who've lost English, their English language and like talking <laughs> weird <laughs> sentence fragments <clears throat> and fighting dumps. <laughs> like, what is happening? Are they, what are they called? Scavengers scavengers or something, maybe? I don't know. You go up, up. That almost sounds (laughs) like that's a ripoff of World World Z. (laughs) I love when you say that. Ah, World 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 Z, Marble Mouth. (laughs) Roll your arms. (laughs) Because they had a whole cast of people that grew up kind of feral and where they had either tried to be like zombies 
Or they were just like animalistic in nature. Yeah, but the apocalypse has not been that not, long. You're right. Yeah. They're like, trying to act like it's been a couple years yeah. here. You don't forget how to talk. But that sounds like that's dead on from World War Z. World War Z. Nailed it. Yeah. But the only thing I could think of that woman <laughs> was, it was who run barter town? Yeah, we're, we're in the Mad Max territory. <laughs> she can't even right. speak in full sentences. Yeah, that was silly. But could you, I mean, if you think about it, the end of the world, could you, like, get shocked? Like, I, the only way that that to me would make sense is if you were all alone and didn't talk to someone for three years. Like, that might be more, but a whole yeah. group of them. You had a sweet dump to live in, and as long as you could cover <laughs> if a spike. If you were by yourself, wouldn't that be a lonesome yeah. dump? <laughs> <laughs> lonesome dump. Oh, my gosh. Oh. And I did. I missed the perfect segue earlier when talking about reality shows, but I, I wanted to bring up a new, brand new reality show I just happened to catch. Mm-hmm. It was on MTV, and it was called "Stranded with a Million Dollars." Okay, have you heard of this? I've heard of it. I not. I was like, "What is this?" And I clicked on it, and it was just beginning the brand new episode, right. whatever. So I'm like, "Okay, well, this is a great concept for a reality show." But since it's on MTV, they kind of ruined it. It was terrible. But I watched about the first ten minutes. Basically, they took ten people, nothing but the shirts on their back. Boom, you're on an island. Right. And then the only thing around the island were drones. So all the cameras were on drones. They had some cameras, like, stationary up in trees and stuff. So there were no humans on the island, supposedly. So there was no escape. There were no producers. There were no Jeff Probst. So these drones (coughs) fly in, and it drops a package... And in the package is like an iPad <clears throat> that has their instructions on it and a hundred thousand dollars in cash. Okay. And they're like, "What is it? I don't know." You know, they haven't been briefed ahead of time. So the idea is, after forty days, whoever's left on the island gets to take home. You know, they split whatever money is right. left, and they get every couple of days you get a new hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars, whatever. But the catch is, you can buy anything you want. But matches cost thirty grand. Whoa! A hatchet costs eight thousand. That's kind of a neat idea. And you can buy a six pack of beer, sunscreen, magazines. Like you could buy literally anything you wanted. How much for a Jeff Probst? It sounds like it needs a Jeff Probst, <laughs> with or without the conch shell necklace. <laughs> um, so I was like, what a great like social experiment to hmm. you know we have to debate you know because the, the these first few minutes they're like well, we need to build a you know shelter sure, yeah. and we're having a hard time we should buy this hatchet and there are people who are like no we can't spend any money and then i it was just mtv so there was like no one to root for they right. assembled the worst humans alive douches so, upon yeah, douches it was a bunch of like jersey shore dudes or right, like bunch frat of guys and yeah dude i'm just gonna go lay out in the sun and yeah. party yeah so it was like ugh. if this had been on a better network with better casting i could be into this show but i, yeah. I thought it was an excellent setup because like Ooh, what would you do is it worth you know, and they're showing this season on this show, and they're like, they should have. They're all just their clothes are rags, like they've just devolved. <laughs> they're at each other's throats. They're fighting. Uh, they should have got a rocket scientist, um, two millionaires, uh, a ship's captain, and his buddy. Um, probably maybe a movie star. <laughs> the professor and Marion. And who was the professor and Marion? <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, that sounds interesting, but you say it's not working. I won't watch anymore, but I it, it could have been good. Couple dates uh, announced: Fargo season three starts April nineteenth, so less than two months away, and. The show on stars, Neil Gaiman's American Gods, April 30th. So those dates were announced this week. Uh, quick thing, Baskets on FX with Louis Anderson is killing it as Zach Galifianakis is. Is that good? It's good enough to watch. It's Lou, there's like. I love Zach Galifianakis, but right. just the, the, the advertising, and I mean, Louis C.K. is a producer, like. I just the, the commercials and things never it's made it. It's not seem... fantastic. This week's episode wasn't that great, but last week's episode was fantastic. I mean, Louis Anderson plays their mom. Zach Galifianakis yeah. plays twins. Yeah. And, oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh, that's the he does this. He's always done this one character that's like real prissy. That's his brother, okay. and. He also that has like South Carolina accent. That he yes, has. Okay. exactly. Well, you nailed it. That's the yeah. amount of his range. Yes. He can do that, or and it, that, and he argues with himself and all this yeah. stuff is fantastic. And Louis Anderson plays their mom, and it he should win an award. He won the Emmy this year. Oh, did he? Yeah, supporting, Good. Supporting they are right. They're getting it right. I have to give uh, one quick thing. Jared will enjoy. All right. <laughs> If anyone remembers the Life with Louie yeah. cartoon, yeah. we still quote Life, I don't know why, right. <laughs> little <laughs> Louie Anderson always said, oh, run! <laughs> well, he was a good stand. I saw on this week's uh, History of Comedy on CNN, it's up to the third episode, and they had like, a couple clips of him on there. Um, but that's a great show. If you like com, if you're a comedy nerd at all, which I am. Uh, I, and you know, I, too, love Zach Galifianakis. But I had no clue this show was even on. <laughs> yeah, it's it's he plays a, a clown named Baskets. Okay, and, and it's got like I said, it's got its moments, but I think it's worth checking out. If it didn't have Louis Anderson doing what he's doing, it might not be any good. But it it it's got something, and that history of comedy is good on CNN Thursdays at sometime. I miss the one about. The second episode about female comedians. Yeah, yeah. I missed that one, but I saw the last one. Because females aren't funny. <laughs> Cliff. Don't Cliff, say that, Cliff. Don't, the one time you say something. Okay. Or anything else on there? Animation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, comics. Was there any comics? Uh, I had a couple things, but not nothing earth-shaking. Uh, Power of the Dark Crystal started this week, which is the official, like, Henson-approved oh, okay. sequel to the Dark Tower movie. Not like 12 issues? 12 issues. It's set 100 years in the future. Dark Tower, maybe? Dark Crystal? Dark, did I say Dark, dark Tower? Dark Tower, yeah. Was a, dark Crystal. Yes. I don't think I said Dark Tower. Okay, we'll see. Go see back to the tape. <laughs> Cliff, edit in. I said the correct thing. <laughs> But, you know, at the end of that, you know, because the crystal had shattered, the the region was, you know, there was no peace in the region, and the Sakexis and the, the other people, the Snuffleupaguses, they were, they were at odds. <laughs> that yeah. doesn't sound right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, they're around the Dark Tower, right? So, yeah, at the end of the movie, they heal the crystal and peace returns. So this is a 100 years later. The crystal has been fine for a 100 years. And there's a new race, the Firelings. And the art's really good. Like, I can totally see these things being 
Muppets. Henson Muppets. Yeah. Like, they're on fire, but they're these cute little... Uh, it's hard to describe, but I can just picture the way they would have done this, you know, in a movie. And their realm is about to die out if they don't get a shard from the crystal. So mm. this thing has to try and convince uh, Jen and I got the nothing. other one. Oh, come on. Fizz gig? No, that's not it. <laughs> Lyra something. Lasagna? Whatever name is. That <laughs> they need to break the crystal again to save this other race and hurt this world of peace. So, and there's also these, these hints that like it's become a little bit corrupt because the crystal has healing power. So there's this weird uh, religion is built up around it. You have to give offerings to let the crystal heal you. And there's this weird hierarchy of mm. uh, maybe some uh, behind the scenes shenanigans that we've all become complacent and. Are ripping off the young, uh, the, all the townsfolks and all that stuff. But I was, I, I, you know, I loved that movie growing up, and I didn't know what to expect from the comic. But I definitely enjoyed the first issue. Might and, actually have to check that out. That sounds cool. I love the movie. Mm, it was, I said, it, it, it didn't feel like it was just trying to coast on, you know, bring back all your favorite characters, even though it does. But it, it felt like a new story. Also. Yeah, it felt it felt new. And the the end of the Clone conspiracy for Spider-Man, which I know we talked about a long time ago. Who's alive? Who's dead? Yeah, free comic book day last year. We had you know, Gwen Stacy come back was the big shock. So that storyline's finally over. It was all right. It uh, it basically brought back everyone who's ever died from the Spider-Man world. All the villains, all the you know Gene DeWolf and and mm. all, you know, Gwen and all, all these characters that have died over the years. Captain Stacy, all those people. But it ended in a way like all these clones were held. They made it kind of a zombie story because the the cloning process was breaking down. They called it the Carrion virus, like the Spider-Man villain Carrion. And if you didn't get your medication, you became this plague carrier Carrion kind of character. Say that five times fast. (laughs) (laughs) But so all the villains were in this one contained area. And then as it all ends, oh, those things are going crazy. And they literally said at the end, well, I'm not sure who escaped and who, you know, all the clones were dissolving and, you know, dying away. It's like some of them may have escaped. So they can literally bring back any character now, you know, a year down the road and say, oh, that was one of the clones that survived. Like they left a, a very wide door open to bring back literally anyone from the Spider-Man world with no, you know, without yeah. any hassle at all. Right. So I, that was probably the main reason they would do the story right. was to give you know some of these characters an exit strategy. I saw the only news I saw comics was that what you were talking about the unworthy Thor, where they're gonna, you know, I don't remember whether you mentioned that they're gonna be, you know, eventually they're gonna say what Nick Fury said. Yeah, it's supposed was, to be the next issue. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I saw you got your uh, joke, your inspiring story. You got a Jesse in here buying by yes, the series. One of our listeners took my advice and seemed happy with the recommendation. So thank you, Larry. Oh, we didn't talk about Star Wars. Okay, Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, that'd be his form. Wait a minute, I didn't even get to drop my comic book news. What? You, you had com- you never said anything. No, um, Care Andrews 
is doing Renato Jones season two freelancers, and he's also releasing an eleven by seventeen like uh, oversized edition of the first issue of Renato Jones one percent. And I marched my little butt over Jordan's and I said, you know what you need to order to me. And he knew exactly what he I was already about. was putting it in probably. And I told Carrie Andrews all about that and he liked it. It's cool. All good. Cool. Now you, you gave me that first issue. I haven't read it yet, but I've got it. It's on my oh, you stack read of it. things. You should watch stuff. Okay. It's, in, it's in his comic queue. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's in my queue. That's right. All right. Stop! Oh, guys, I figured oh it out. Oh, my gosh. I know why. Like, we have this rift between us. It's because you're at a different table. <laughs> I'm a Trekkie. You, you're a Trekkie? I'm a Trekkie. <laughs> I'm a Trekkie. I figured it out. I like Star Wars, but I like Star Trek better. I'm a Trekkie. Are you serious? Yeah, I think that's Get that's out of here. I'm just kidding. You, no. you like whatever you want. Uh, I'll, that I'll, probably does explain a lot. I'll put my communicator right over my left nipple. You realize he's wearing a red shirt, too. Yeah. We're giving you a Star Trek test. All right. Bring it on. <laughs> who, who, I don't know enough about Star Trek to <laughs> What <laughs> class of Enterprise will Zoom? Oh, yeah, what's the name of the Enterprise? Full, full name. I don't know. Continue okay. on. Don't break, don't, don't break the magic. The USS Enterprise NCC-1701. Uh, yeah, very good. Okay, who's the Star Trekkie? <laughs> see? Boom. <laughs> my, sick, my sidekick does well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> my number one. <laughs> we don't have a Star Trek section, so we're doing Star Wars here. Uh, we did that one episode. We did all Star Wars news. And at the end, Michael talked about the Star Trek fan film. And I was writing the write up. Like, I don't have anywhere to put this. So I just, I, st- I, you know, I just stuffed it in the Star Wars section. Hope nobody noticed. <laughs> and they didn't. It's all starry. <laughs> the, there's a rumor that for the 40th anniversary, they might be figuring out a way to release the original cuts. The non-special editions. Oh, in speak, some I, like I've got something that fits right into that. Okay. Bucky, Bucky bought a VH copy of the original Star Wars today. Where the unedited? I don't know. He got a VH for, copy. Yeah, v, he got a VH. <laughs> Does he have a VH player? <laughs> VHS. <laughs> <laughs> Bite me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he he found a VHS copy. <laughs> And he got it for five bucks, and it's the unedited. Like even the um, art for it is, is very like seventies. So hmm. yeah, I've got that original trilogy with the actual like poster art on the yeah. VHS covers. Yeah. So cool. Those are prized possessions. I don't have a VCR at the moment. <laughs> I want to say at some date. point they they did release did a release at Walmart on DVD. I think they did. It was a limited right. thing years ago. So some people have something, but for the most part, people don't have access to that. And so, you know, it's out there. They tried to say it wasn't even available at all, but it'll come. And Rogue One will be out on DVD, Blu-ray, digital, April 4th. Good. I can finally watch it. Yeah. Supposed to have a bunch of extra stuff. I won't be buying it. And... They're also talking about starting with Han Solo movie next year. The predictions are that they actually are going to get back on a May schedule for these movies. Mm-hmm. And that they they there was a couple articles about it. I'm not going to break it down, but just explaining why 
you know, and how good it is for them to, they always have, because it's Disney Marvel, whatever, they always, they've got their Marvel movie at the beginning of May for free comic book day. And then if they roll into Star Wars at the end, they just like own the summer. There's not, right after that, there's something else they usually have right in June, some other part of the company. They always have a movie and they just feel like they'll just own everything for the summer. I feel like Bob Iger said something about this and we'll never know. Oh no. You know exactly. You know that there's some what sort did of my Bob, Bob inner Iger rumblings about this. That the summer of Disney. <laughs> and real quick game thing. Challenge your imagination to come alive and to battle with the creatures of Dungeons and Dragons. 52. You shot my battleship. It's Operation, the Wacky Doctor's Game, where you're the Wacky Doctor. Battery's not included. I am My turn. Shall we play a game? That the... There's a game, Spyfall. Spyfall. That's You've played it, I think. It's the I one where... So. Where were you? Everybody knows where it... I'll explain it real quick. Everybody is given a card that says where we are. Like, we're all in a casino. Oh, yeah. Okay, so yep. maybe there's like yep. eight people playing, and you pick up your card, and it says you're in a casino. And everybody knows that except one person. They pick up their card, and it it does not say anything. <laughs> <laughs> and the rest, you go around the table just asking. You pick somebody, and you ask them a question, and you're trying to deduce who doesn't know where we're at. And that, that, I feel like that's his podcast every week. Like, right, somebody right. here doesn't have a clue what we're talking <laughs> right. about. And which one is it? And that person is trying to figure out by the questions that are asked where we're at. And whoever can pull it off first, you know. It's I really, really don't like who you guys are staring at at the moment, but please continue. <laughs> anyway, it's, it's a, uh, it's a simple, fun yeah, game. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, we, we like, like it. They, there's an expansion came out this past week that I'm going to get with more locations and such. But they announced that they are the next expansion for that is going to be DC, Ooh. and it will be all DC locations. So are we'll, we on I'll be definitely picking that up. So to I'm try to get a game, on you that one. get you a just game. Got me so excited, yeah. my right nipples are yeah. now. So, so uh, ten fingers and all ten toes. So I all think right. I should easily be able to convince you guys to play that game live on the air. <laughs> it will be in a podcast. So yeah, I, Bucky the other day said something about we should play um, oh, Cards Against Humanity. Mm, do you have that? I do not. That's weird. It's, it's you know, I, I, I know everything about it. You're the it. game dude. I played it, but yeah, it's not, I just don't love it. Yeah. It's kind of one note. But you have played it before? Yeah. I've played it twice and won both games, Ooh. so I'm retiring undefeated. Yeah. We, did, we did play Super Fight one time. Which, Which is similar. similar. That, yeah. It is very similar, but it was superhero and such related. And we played it, and we recorded it, and that is the lost episode. That's in, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. That's in the lost episode. Will this be the lost episode part two? Find out but when I Michael hits few, stop. I have a few games like that that would be funny to play. That could, <laughs> Michael's laptop freezes up. Yeah. They could they could be edited if you edit out some of the whatever. It could make a the good stuff. Make a good thing at the end of an episode. So anyway, yeah, I've got a couple games. I thought I'll get that DC Spyfall, and I think you guys will like it. Um, and there's also a game called Code Names, which was one of the most popular games last year. Um, 
I think by Czech Games, but it's it's kind of a password type game. But they're all, they're coming out with Disney and Marvel versions of it. And it really, it's one of those games that should have been a classic game back in the day. I mean, it just has that feel. Uh, you know, it's so simple and fun. You know, that so these are games. It's not like. Oh, here's a Marvel version of Monopoly that makes no difference to the gameplay. These are actually yeah, this game right is this, significant. This will be like uh, just like yeah, the Spyfall. It's going to make a difference that you're talking about mm. DC locations and in code names. You're you, code names. You just use everyday words, and there'll be like a grid of words, and your team has certain words you want your partner to say, and same goes for the other team, but. Your, your partner doesn't know which words they are. So you're giving clues to have them pick multiple words that have to do with each other. And anyway, they will now be like Marvel words or Disney words. So Vibranium. Just say vibranium. Yes. Anyway, that's about it, man. We have covered it all. Nice. Ready to wrap up? Yep, do it. Well, I am the illustrious, the most, most, mostest with the illustrious Michael K. Easton. Where where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram at Michael at Second to None and on Facebook and website secondtononegraphics.com for all your design and printing needs. And Cliff Barnes is not here, but you can find him on Snapchat under Hot Stuff seventy seven, <laughs> or slash Disney, <laughs> or at the Disney theme park underneath the pretzel stand. No, he's up on the Legend oh. thing. Yeah, right, right. The building. Disney Legend at Ohio Barney Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> this summer he'll be handing out uh, medals in his Princess Leia outfit. <laughs> No plugs if you don't show up, Cliff. That's your punishment. My name is Jordan Lowe, and I am on Facebook at Low Words and Twitter at Low Words. <laughs> and I am. Man of so few words. And I'm the grandest poobah. You find me at VG Poobah on Twitter. We also are at the Kapow Podcast on Twitter. And you can also find me down by Sweetwater siphoning some. Maple out of a nearby tree in Riverdale. May you all get sticky maples in the future. (laughs) Kapow! The Pop Culture Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com. World War Z. World War Z. Nailed it. Yeah.